I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hello, friends, family, countrymen. It's Oops the Podcast again. I'm here with my dear friend, Julio Gallarati. Julio, how are you? Hey, how's it going, Francis? Oh, man, I'm good. It's how a spooky you? time of year. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We are having a, a blast welcoming in this this uh, cool and wet fall weather. The leaves are on the ground. The children are out picking out costumes, and the stores are running out of candy. Yeah, they sure are. I bought a big bag of candy. Or do you like give candy out to trick-or-treaters? Nope. Oh, for you. Yeah, you got to have some for yourself. It's true. I'm going to pour the whole thing in my freezer. I've, I've become a big fan of frozen chocolate. Cold. What's your favorite? Like I was going to ask, what's your go-to kind of candy? Reese's peanut butter cups. There's, yeah. I'm not a psychopath. They're amazing. My <laughs> girlfriend's allergic to nuts, so I like can't eat them. Ugh. And isn't that lame? Sounds like you need a new girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you picked a genetically inferior human. The good no, news. That's terrible. <laughs> the good news is that peanuts are the least threatening. So that like. Oh, nice. If I happen to eat some peanuts and kiss her, she'll be okay. Wow. So that's good, at least. Spicy. Cashews and pistachios, not so much. Hmm. Those are the ones that really get her? They'll fucking kill that her. That really swell up her throat? Yeah, man. When she's out of town, I hit the cashews hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Surreptitious cashews. We really appreciate everybody that's listening and enjoying the podcast and sharing. We hope that you'll like and subscribe and rate and all that stuff. We've decided to uh, shorten our episodes a little bit. We're going to release two per week now, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. Each is going to be half an hour. One will feature our time with a great guest, and then the other will be Julio and me answering your great oops uh, contributions, talking about events of the day and mistakes of the now. Uh, we think this will be far more digestible, and we appreciate you guys having the patience and the attention span to ride with us in this new format. Yeah, thank you guys. We're excited about it. Onward and upward, baby. We have a big, big episode. We're going to start right off with, with some of the messages that we've gotten from some of our dear friends and fans uh, because we finally getting, we're getting some fan mail. And uh, this is from a guy named Mike. And uh, he's got a great oops for us. He says, I'm a medical device sales rep and work in the OR every day. There are multiple people on my team, and sometimes we have to cover things together depending on how busy the schedule is. About three years ago, I was in a long-distance relationship with an ex-girlfriend. We lived nine hours apart, so to keep things exciting, we would send pictures and videos on a daily basis. This one day, she wanted to see something next level, so I went into the bathroom at one of the hospitals and proceeded to video myself in a full-length mirror, jerking off and saying some really kinky shit. Fuck like, yeah. Like I was talking to her. Fuck yeah. I finished the task at hand, fire off the video to her, and then go back to the OR to continue the day. Well, quite a bit of time passes and I get no reply, which I thought was pretty weird. While thinking about this, I notice my colleague, a guy about 40 years old and an army vet, standing up against the wall in the OR, watching something on his phone and acting like he doesn't want anyone to see it. I also thought that was weird, but he was new to the team and had only been working with me for about a month. 
Still wondering why I hadn't gotten a response to this amazing video I had sent to her, I decided to send her a message to ask if she liked it. At that moment, I realized in my rush to get back to the OR, I had a I had sent it to the army ex-vet and not my oh, ex-girlfriend. God. What the hell? <laughs> I absolutely panicked and didn't know what to say or do. Is he going to want to fight me? Is he going to turn me in and try to get me fired? Is he into it? Fuck. So I muster up enough courage to go over to him and I just start shaking my head and I immediately apologize. He has this absolutely baffled look on his face and then luckily starts laughing. I explained what happened and it was so fucking embarrassed, but thank God he was cool about it. He said he was deployed multiple times and would see and hear way worse stuff than that with other guys he was deployed with. But it was a major fucking oops and could have ended up much worse for me. Let's discuss. (laughs) Oh, Mike. That's brutal, man. Julio, what do you think? I mean, dude, I do this shit all the time. The wrong message. I have like extensively long bit about it, um, but never with like jerking my jerking myself off. In a full length mirror. Yeah, dude, jerking yourself bad. to completion in a video in a full length mirror. Come on, that to me is a, a a video that requires almost the unanimous or the the, the same time t- key turn. You know, that you see with like <laughs> launching nuclear warheads. If Two you've got keys. that in your hand, you are checking every aspect. 100%. Of who you're sending it to, what time of day it is, the lighting. You got to be sure because that is a nuclear bomb, right? 100%, dude. That You couldn't have said it any better. A video? I mean, this guy was rushing to the bathroom to quickly get like, I, I admire the ambition. Of trying to do it in that short window of time. But yeah, he yeah. got careless, man. Yeah. Sent it to the wrong person. Having said that, of all the people to send it to, a fellow doctor, let alone a war vet, uh, is, I think, a pretty safe person for it to end up in their hands. Definitely. You know, because doctors are cool about everything. Doctors seem to be more willing to accept... They're, 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 they've seen blood and guts and gore and buttholes up close. They've got all kinds of crazy stuff. So uh, I, I think if anyone is to receive that message, it, it's perfectly fine for it to be in his hands. Definitely. That's so true, man. Like doctors, they have seen fucking, like if you have a terrible herpes infestation, you want to be dating a doctor. You know what I mean? Because they don't give a shit. We'll do the other question too. It's like, I wonder what the war veteran is, is referring to when he says he's seen much worse. Right. <laughs> what does that mean? It's just too vague. Like, I'm sure he meant something specific, but I'm imagining things. I'm like, what could he have seen besides the terrible things of war? Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. So maybe he's referring to, you know, the horrors of war. Right. In which case, yeah, obviously that's worse. But if it's in line with what he has just seen, which is a full-length mirror <laughs> video of a, of a colleague of his jerking off, what would be worse in, in that vein? Right. Chris made a good point. He was saying that it could be like those guys are all sending crazy videos to their wives. Okay. And maybe sending it to the wrong. I mean, that's possible. Or he's, or he's had to like hold the camera for a guy doing it. (laughs) Dude, hold my phone for like three and a half minutes while I jerk off for my wife back home. You know how it is, right? Right. Which is a breeze compared to, you know, and like you said, it's a good person to send it to because you've seen some terrible shit. Yeah. If you're at war. What's, uh, what's one of the worst, uh, missed, missed text messages like that you've sent to somebody who wasn't the right recipient? Um, dude, I mean, I've done it a bunch of times. I've done it. I've done it on, uh, 
with screenshots where I've sent embarrassing screen. Like, oh, that's I, good. I sent a screenshot of my gay boss of him with no clothes on that he posted on his Instagram. I sent it to him. And then he asked me, he sent me a question mark and I, I obviously, am, I can't admit I was making fun of him. So I just had to be like, looking good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad one. I do it all the time. So, you know, I think the moral of the story is, what did he, what did he say back? Nothing. Uh, he was just like, I don't know. He might've said, thanks like THX. Uh-huh. And it was definitely weird afterwards. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. Moral of the story. We just got to take our time with sending these texts guys. Yeah. Check your recipients. Uh, I had a bad one. It was a, I sent a, I was, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and then a mother of a kid I was tutoring wrote me a message and then I responded my response to my friend to her. And my friend was telling me about a girl he had hooked up with. And I knew the girl. And I wrote back to him, but to her, uh, yeah, she's got a pretty hot face. Not the best body, though. I don't know. I'd probably hit it. <laughs> and I wrote this to a mom. And I'm pretty sure she was like a contributing writer to the Huffington Post. Oh, God. I the mean, wrong mom to send Lived that in to. Brooklyn, single mom, very proud feminist. It was one of the worst. It was so obvious that that text would go to her. You know, that oh, was like God. some karmic twist. Uh, and, and I don't, you know, I don't really speak that way. I don't do the locker room talk all that often. I don't even, I don't know if I said I'd hit it or whatever, but it was in keeping with the tone of the conversation we were having. And I sent it and she goes, she goes, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that wasn't for me. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, because, you know, I was tutoring the kid and I needed the money. So it, it, there were stakes to it. Did she still use you? I don't know. I mean, yeah, we ended up banging a couple days later. <laughs> me and the kid. <laughs> Just kidding. We Shout do out a Noah. A lot of pedophile jokes on this show. Yeah, the kid was Noah. Plot yeah. twist. No, yeah, she I, we ended up continuing to work together. But, you know, she never addressed it with me. But it was well, that was good, that was a tough moment. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast. Fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting really spectacular if you want to start your very own podcast anchor.fm download it now well dude i remember that reminds me one of my ex-girlfriends uh she had a younger brother who had a nanny and one day the nanny accidentally texted her stepmom being like oh god that fucking bitch is home Oh, and she got fired. Of course, she's yeah. like, "Well, I know that wasn't for me, but like, I can't. You're taking care of my kid, and you yeah. hate me. Like, right? I'm, I'm so afraid of doing that someday. Like, and I've done it before, dude. This is I've sent shit talk to people. I talk oh. about this in my act too. It's really hard to get out of because you usually use the person's entire name. Yeah, you do. So what? I remember in high school, I did it. I sent a message to the guy I was talking. You know to who about. sucks these days? T Boone Pickens. <laughs> 
Yeah, good luck getting out which, of that. Not, which T Boone were you talking about? Exactly, dude. So this is like the this is the joke too. So like I have done that and this is how I tried to get out of it. It was a very like sad attempt. I don't know if it worked or not, because at that point it's so awkward that mm-hmm. they don't want to admit that they know. Mm-hmm. But I said an entire text specifically shit talking somebody and he said what? And then I was like Dude, I meant to put that in quotation marks because I just heard someone saying that about oh you. Oh my God. <laughs> You'd have to be the biggest moron on earth to buy that. I know, I know. There's no was way. he the biggest moron on earth? No one knows. Did he continue being a friend of yours? He was like, oh, all right, dude. And I think maybe this is the thing, though. If you're getting shit talked about something, you maybe feel self conscious uh-huh. because maybe you suck. That's true. So maybe you're willing to. <laughs> so you're maybe willing to not admit that you know what's going on and then you just strive to be better oh call it a wash you gave this guy the wake-up call he needed to stop sucking (laughs) that is a spin zone for the ages you are really (laughs) buttering your own nose with that one that's good oh god i uh man sent that is nervous nerve-wracking sending the text to the wrong person Bad. oh you know that know what another one is that happens um is if you send a text in a group chat and you don't realize that the per- someone you're talking about is in that group chat oh yeah because i have multiple group chats that have a lot of overlap of people right so you flip back and forth between them and Especially with ones that don't have, oh no, excuse me. Especially with ones that have a name where somebody has named oh, the yeah. group chat. Like, you know, Montauk weekend, July or something. Right. And then people keep going, going with that. You forget who's in the group chat. And maybe you send something to the group chat where you're like, oh, man, did you see Gary's Instagram story? When is he going to stop doing blow? <laughs> He's going to kill himself. Nobody's going to miss him. <laughs> and then Gary's like, hey, man, look, I know I have a problem, but uh, I'd appreciate if you didn't call me out in front of everyone. Oh, you get the side text? Yeah. That's fine. Dude, all my group chats have, like, really stupid names, though. Like, one of mine is called Horsecock. What do you guys talk about in that one? <laughs> Nothing. It's what like, brought everyone together there? It's the kids I was on the tennis team with in college. Huh. It's just called Horsecock. <laughs> and these guys, every single guy in the group has a kid, too, except me. Mm. I thought, you were gonna, I thought you were going to say everyone in the group has a horse cock. <laughs> uh. No, it's because our assistant coach had these huge hands. Mm. So we started calling him horse. I started calling. I actually am proud of this. I started calling him horse cock. Mm. And then on his shoulder, we noticed he actually had a tattoo of a horse some like months later. Oh, that works. And we're like, oh, wow. How, how lovely. That is lovely. <laughs> hey, it's that time of year where we're, we're starting to wear flannel shirts and warmer weather and stuff. Or excuse me, warmer clothing. And uh, the air is crisp, as we mentioned in the beginning. And I like to wear my Gucci slippers. These oh. are the most insane slippers of all time. Can you show them in the camera, Francis? I wear these Gucci slips around my house. I, uh, I These were intended for some kind of rapper, I believe. Yeah, so I bought these <laughs> at, a, at a time when I was doing well. Um, and... Uh, one one toe has a UFO embroidered, which is really nice, and a, almost like a gay pride parade coming out of it. And then the other is some sort of uh, Japanese devil, it looks like, you might say. I don't know if that's offensive. Dude, these are terrible. These look like the slippers that some like rap-listening Jewish kid gets for his bar mitzvah. That's true. <laughs> 
some wannabe <laughs> some disaffected Jewish youth. rapper kid <laughs> was like who's 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 like arguing with his parents over whether he can get a face tattoo. <laughs> well, get you the Gucci sandals, honey, but you're not getting a face tattoo. Dude, you know this guy, Lil Xan? You ever yeah. heard about this kid? He's black, apparently, Lil Xan. No chance. He's Hispanic. He claims to be able to allow to use the N-word, I believe. Does he use it? I'm not really sure. I don't I haven't listened to a ton of his music. He has a couple good songs though. I'll give him that. What what is what the fuck, man? What is this kid's deal? He's, he has he's, so he's many face tattoos. He's very disliked. Why? I think he's just an easy target. He looks like just some white kid who has a ton of face tattoos. Like, yo, yo, what's good? Lil Xan. So people give him a lot of shit. Does he do a lot of Xanax? Is is he true to his name? I think so. Chris is shaking um, his head. No, so he used to be, do it. And then he was like, I'm not doing this off the like, Zans now. Yeah. And it's like, I'm off the Zans now. in 19. Yeah. That kid has four years to live. <laughs> Dude, he's like, and, and nobody's going to be surprised by the way he dies. He gets bullied. I feel bad for him. I think there are lamer white rappers, in my opinion. Okay, fine. I'll Touché. take Lil Xan over GE. Does he have day. talent? At what point can you actually assess whether someone like that actually has talent? Lil Xan can spit, dude. Doesn't he murmur and mumble? Yeah, but the quote-unquote mumble thing is just a thing that old people say because rappers don't rap like Nas anymore. It's okay. The wave has changed. Who's a really good mumble rapper? Future. Mama, I don't think Future really mumbles. <laughs> he goes, no, uh, he he's he's one of the pioneers of the mumble rap. But I can hear what he's sort of saying. You know, they, 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 Young Thug is probably one of the Young Thug is one of the premier ones. What about? Oh, you don't know that one. That was Chris doing a uh, lifestyle. Yeah. Is that mic on? Are you in? Yeah. Oh. Are, what about um what about uh who who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of the Oh no, I'm not gonna be able to remember. Amigos. Well they're they're good. They're established, but they're mumble rappers, quote unquote. Are they mumblers? I think mm. yeah, technically. Smoke perp, I would call a mumble yeah, rapper. The names are all so bad now. Nobody's even trying anymore. Well these, with the wave, some of these mumble rappers, they mumble and then the other half of their songs they're yelling. So it's like tough to classify them. All right. Because Smoke Perp just yells the, all the other songs. But Fascinating. Yeah, it's good stuff. Dude, you should be Lil Xan for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate him. I don't know why. You I just, should be him, I dude. hate that kid. That would be really funny. Yeah. Well, okay. So speaking of Halloween. Yeah. Uh, you invited me to a party that your girlfriend is throwing. We're gonna have fun, man. And then you, I got a costume with my girlfriend. We got a co-costume. It's gonna be great. And I was really against it until we found this costume, and then I thought that's perfect. Hell yeah! I'm not even gonna tell you what it is. I can't wait to see it. Worst <laughs> Halloween costumes you guys have done. I went as a fly fisherman one year. That's a good one. I wore a fly fishing vest, a hat, uh, waiter waiters. Like the boots that come up, uh, hooker boots for men. And uh, I got blisters. And it's very hard to change your shoes when you're wearing thigh-high boot waders. <laughs> but I did get good candy that year. I remember that being good candy. You know, I've been giving out candy the last couple of years here in New York. That's I used to nice. live in Brooklyn Heights, which is uh, the epicenter of trick-or-treating right. in, in New York. And here's what I've learned, okay? Uh, there are a number of brilliant, wonderful children that 
try with their costumes, go out with their parents, ask politely for one piece of candy, and adhere to the decorum of the trick <laughs> and the treat. There are also a number of children who completely bastardize the whole process and they take advantage of it i'm talking like 15 year olds oh yeah and what they do is they wear some stupid lip service mask like a little tiny mm. thing up over their head and then just their normal street clothes then they take a backpack they wear it around their front and then they open it up and say trick or treat and these kids will make four or five passes at the same house mm. They just keep doing laps. It's as if they're stocking up to sell it on some sort of black market. I, I want to prevent these kids. I want to I list them for being total taking advantage of this wonderful holiday. And when they come back to me, I'm like, I know you. I remember you. I'm not giving you candy. And then they give me shit as if I'm somehow like withholding something they're entitled to, which brings us to entitlement. And I want to talk about entitlement. Okay, dude, first of all, about this topic though, these kids are morons because literally they're getting, what, 10 cents worth of candy each time. Good one, dude. Yeah, yeah. Go get a job. You can buy the fucking giant bag for $2. That's true. That's true. And also uh, the amount of candy that they are they're hoarding is a direct route to diabetes. Right. Well, hopefully they'll eat it all and die. Yeah, and then... <laughs> exactly. A lot harder to trick or treat on one foot. <laughs> well, dude, before we talk about entitlement, can I say what my worst costume was? Of course. I was a pedophile <laughs> a couple years ago. I thought it was so funny. You know what I mean? Like, I truly didn't see why no one would like it. Uh -huh. And I grew this like really bad mustache that I, I couldn't really grow a good mustache. So I kind of penciled it in and I had a, a kind of creepy shirt, like a quagmire shirt. <laughs> and I had candy in the breast pocket. And I thought nice. that was so funny. And people would ask me, and this is like, I went to this, like, I was hanging out with these like girls who hung out with finance people at the time. Mm. So like, you know, those finance guys, they like go balls to the wall with their costumes, Yeah, which is like so lame. Like this one guy was like, yeah, I'm a samurai and like said it and thought he was like so cool. And he asked me what I was. I was like, oh, I'm a pedophile. And he like looked at me up and down and he made a face of disgust and walked away. And but then you, you just want to stab a person like that. Fuck that guy, yeah. dude. And then, and then, uh, the girls I was with were like, oh, a tough crowd, I guess, huh? Like, oh fuck all of you guys. man this is a good costume oh, that makes me hate those girls even more i know it was bad dude that i hate that i hate people that try to evaluate what you're doing in real time if right. you're just because they know you're a comedian and they're like wow that that didn't work yeah like your you. life isn't working fuck all of you dude i i was in i like those girls that'd be honest still okay cool, but still i was in cleveland moment. last week oh, yeah, was playing it? hilarities and it's a great club and i was asking the crowd at one point because they're such a sports fanatical town and i said how come you guys don't have a hockey team and they said well we've got the columbus blue jackets but columbus is two hours away from cleveland so i was like well that's not really your team and uh and then i said you know What's your, you got the baseball team, you got the Cleveland Indians. I said, oh, do you guys do, you know, that's one of the last remaining politically incorrect sports franchises. Right. And I said, do you guys, are you guys the team that does the, the war chant? Oh, oh. oh. wasn't that the Braves? Yeah, it's the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, so this you. kid in the front row said, no, that's the Atlanta Braves. And, uh, and I guess they have some history with the Atlanta Braves. Maybe in the 95, 96 World Series, one team beat the other. 
And he's like, that was the 95-96 World Series where the Braves beat us. So you're actually losing tons of people in this room right now. And I was like, no, I'm not. Just because you're a fucking sports encyclopedia does not mean that everyone in the rest of this place has now become against me <laughs> because I named some weirdly esoteric uh, sports fact that brought up demons of a bad loss <laughs> 20 years ago. What are you fucking talking about? Get over it, dude. You're not on the team. And then I wanted to piss on him because he's sitting in the front row. You should have. I, I've never done that. That would have gone viral. Like that would, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so I had a funny thing this weekend. Uh, I performed at Florida State. Yeah. Um, with our good buddy Pete Davidson and uh, Ricky Velez. And really, really quick. Didn't Pete go down there and kind of like insult the audience? At the University of Central Florida, he did. Okay. Um, but dude, I mean, this is by far the biggest crowd I ever performed for. It was like How many? 5,000 people. Oh my God. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's interesting performing for big groups of college kids like that, as you know, but whatever. So... Uh, I did an experiment at the beginning. I was like, I'm in the South, whatever. I went up first and I was like, the South, they're supposed to be religious, but also like Florida State people are known for being party animals. So I'm going to do a poll of the audience. So I started by doing that fat man scoop thing where I'm like, you got a $50 bill, put your hands up. And they loved that, right? <laughs> then I'm like, all right, if you're getting laid tonight, make some noise. And people went nuts. But then I was like, if you're saving yourself for marriage out of respect for our one and only Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, make some fucking noise. And they went like five times crazier for that. <laughs> really? Yes. That's great, dude. So I don't know if they were just psyched to like be psyched for the Lord. I think they thought that was very sex. funny. Would, I think maybe they That's very it. funny. That's <laughs> I think, great. I think maybe they enjoyed it too, but I'm, I'm now baffled by the result of that. Yeah, I mean... I don't think that FSU kids are necessarily adhering to abstinence <laughs> for the sake of religious purposes, but who knows? Who knows? I, I wonder where that would be. BYU would be like where I would think you'd actually get an honest response. You would get an honest. That. But don't they not believe in that? Aren't they Mormons? Yeah, but, but dude, BYU, there was a guy kicked off the basketball team there a number of years ago because it was found out that he'd had sex. That's insane. The entire conceit of that school is that everyone there is Mormon and that everyone there is not having sex before they're married. That's crazy, dude. That's where the whole soaking thing comes from. What's soaking? Soaking is the Mormon practice of laying your penis inside the vagina, but not humping. Just letting it marinate. And then they think that that doesn't count as sex. So you just you place soak. it. But how, how do you get it in there to begin with if you're not thrusting? I think at that count. point, if, if you were moving that slowly and doing as much kissing as I'm sure they are doing, you're so wet and so erect, the two of you, that it just slides right in. You know what else? That sounds like you could probably get off from that. If you just... If you just sit there. The slightest movement at all. Like yeah. You're anticipating sex so much. Now, does that still count as soaking? If you, the man... I think, I think the idea is contribute? that if you, if you ejaculate, you've had sex. Gotcha. So you have to pull out before. Yeah, but my God, I guts, mean, I, it, to to lay the old submarine in its docking spot and then not, it, and then resist the urge to just be like to set to sail, like, <coughs> cough and like shake and get a hump in. I mean, my God, that that it would be too much for me to overcome. Yeah, dude, come on. If you're inside and you're not. Moving? Uh, what do you do? Uh, 
I don't know. That's crazy to me. Sounds stupid, dude. Yeah. What it sounds but like. but tell me about this. So so Pete uh goes to play these big shows, but he's SNL is in season. So what day of the week can dude, he go so do that? So we went we left the New York City at six PM uh on Friday. Sorry, one PM on Friday, and we left at six AM on Saturday morning and he went and went right to SNL. He actually this is what happened. We got off the plane, he went and bought a car. We then bought a car, bought a car. Then we went to his house oh for like an hour and then we drove to the city and I was back in my house at like 1 p.m. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You got off the plane on Saturday morning at 1030 in the morning. Was it a private jet? No. You guys were flying commercial. Mm-hmm. And it, for Tallahassee, there's no direct flights. So we took two planes really early in the morning and then we were back in the city rocking and rolling. And he was on set rehearsing by that's mental i'm surprised lauren lets them do that maybe they make an exception for him but i'm not sure the exact situation but yeah that's incredible gets it in man so god bless him dude the girls were yelling out insane things like at the end of his show he like asked if anybody had questions for him or whatever and literally three or four things were like will you take my virginity or head or nah (laughs) (laughs) and he was like sluts uh, Damn. He's like, I don't know how to answer that. Mm. It's fucking crazy, dude. Wow. What dude, is Halloween to you? Well, dude, Halloween to me is seeing drunk couples in costumes fighting. It's so funny to see like a girl dressed up like a kitten and a guy dressed as Jack Sparrow being like, babe, 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 babe. <laughs> They're like crying on the corner. <laughs> so funny, dude. That's great. Yeah. It's her, like... her ghoulish makeup is running. <laughs> the blood that she put next to her eyes is actually rolling down her face it makes it look more realistic yeah dude i i I like halloween i mean in high school it was kind of fun it was a night where you could meet up with girls and try to finger them or something (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of fingering on halloween that was like a big that was a big to do you know getting those fingers wet dude getting them all digi digied up that's really getting digital um (laughs) What? Chris no, just asked never, no. if we did shaving cream, and I don't know what doing shaving cream. Oh, means. I don't know. It's just a thing I did growing up. I assumed everyone else did it. You know those kind of things. I don't know. Everyone would just like go in the middle of the street and just like pie each other with shaving cream. Oh, uh, pieing like, people, throw okay. eggs at each other and shit. The eggs night. maybe little, but not they really. Were, yeah, we weren't that big on the pranks and the horseplay. <laughs> you know, because ultimately that's probably against the law. We did a little bit, I guess, but nothing. What about haunted houses? Those are they're really fun, man. One time I did one with a friend where it, each room was themed like a serial killer. Oh. And one room was the John Wayne Gacy room, who was the killer clown guy who like used to rape boys and stuff. I don't know exactly what the story was. But dude, I was with my friend in the middle of the haunted house, the John Wayne Gacy character opened the floor and he was like, "Who wants to get in?" And my friend got in the floor, he closed the trap door, and then went bye bye, and our group continued going for like twenty minutes, and my friend was just gone. Holy fuck! I know. And then he like re met up with the group. And what did he say? He was like, "Boo!" I was like, "Dude, what have you been doing for the past twenty minutes?" He was just on his own personalized haunted experience. Pretty crazy, dude. Uh, I know, but they're, they're fun. You know what? What kind of psychopath breaks off? from the group willingly while on a haunted house. He didn't know, I think. Like, you don't know that that's what's going to happen. It's pretty scary. It's cool. Oh, man. Interactive haunted houses. There's some trailers, man. 
And you walk into a room and there's like a girl being strangled with a plastic bag over her head by some other guy. And then you're supposed to, and you're supposed to be like, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> you spooky people, you Dude. wacky, zany goofballs. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? Yeah, that's a really. There's like simulated rape and, you know, really fucked up demonic shit. It's not like people jumping out at you. It's like people begging you for help. Yeah. In a haunted house. You ever see these haunted yeah, houses? Yeah, they're great, man. Have you done them? Yeah, this is like this one I was just talking about was one of those. It was awesome. It was in the city. Apparently like the good ones you have to leave the city for. Okay, so tell me tell me a little bit about what you endured. I mean, just shit like that. Like you if you don't want to be touched, you have to put an X on your forehead or something. But if you do, you just leave your forehead normal and then they can like jump out of you and grab you and like all sorts of fucked up weird shits happening. Do they hurt you? Like they rough you up a little. They'll like shake you and shit like that's why you have to sign your life away. It'd be you know? hard for me not to defend myself. I, I would think that I accidentally I might try to punch somebody in the face. Yeah, I don't know, man. And then what? Then does the whole thing grind to a halt? Or do they? does that turn them on? I, I, you know, I think it's a personalized experience. Whatever you want it to be, man. <laughs> oh, God. Make your... Oh, spooky. Yeah. Spooky stuff. Uh, as always, Julia, where can we find you? Uh, come check out Fat Baby in the New York Comedy Festival on November 9th at midnight. It's going to be a great time. Come through. As also at Not Julio on Thank Instagram. You, and you should come see me. I'm headlining Gotham Comedy Club for the weekend of November 22nd and 23rd. Get your tickets at FrancisEllis.com.